Many individuals try to find success on a daily basis. But what defines this success? Where does it come from? When you find a passion in your life and pursue this passion, everything can come together to form success. This is Taking Care of Business with David Wallach. Our guests will motivate you to take the next step to your success. Now, here's your host, David Wallach. Good morning, y'all, and uh, welcome to our weekly episode of Taking Care of Business. Um, uh, I don't know if you can uh, hear it from my voice, but I'm a little bit under the weather. Uh, sorry about that, but I hope uh, the voice maybe sounds better than the usual. Um, in any event, I just came back from New York uh, where I caught a cold and, uh, uh, you know, life goes on. So uh, let's have fun in this show and uh, with my new voice. And hopefully by next week, I'll be uh, well again and uh, back to normal. Um, this show today, um, again, is uh, kind of uh, the second part of a show that started uh, two weeks ago. Uh, earlier this, uh, sorry, that was last month in April. Uh, in April, t- two weeks ago, uh, we started working on the business sales plan that uh, fits every company, every entrepreneur, every salesperson that wants to succeed and, 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 and exceed uh, with their sales program uh, annually. Um, and um, during the last two weeks, I got uh, some uh, questions and some comments and um, what I would like to do uh, to start the show is a little bit of a repetition on the first few pages of the uh, program, it's, uh, sorry, of the plan. It's only five pages uh, before we uh, get to the last page, which is, uh, in my opinion, one, if not the most um, uh, portion of the uh, plan, uh, something that you have to have in front of you year round, and we'll talk about it later. Uh, let's kind of go back and follow, uh, or, or kind of um, remind the fir- remind ourselves the first four pages, the importance, what we want, what we're looking for uh, in those, uh, why, um, because that will build uh, page number five, which is um, the execution plan. Um, and as you know, every Every plan that uh, that is uh, not written is only a dream. Like uh, goals that you don't write down are just wishes, and that's why we kind of uh, think that having a sales plan, having a business plan, having a plan with goals and and the way to get there uh, is important for every person that wants to um, you know increase uh, their professional and financial success. Um, I think that generally speaking, building a solid plan helps you elevate your professional standards, uh, which eventually helps you uh, and and puts you on a path to growing success, uh, both professionally and financially. And this growing success will also allow you to keep and maintain your life life balance, which is not less important. Life balance is very important, especially that in in today's business world, which is uh, run, 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 and, and, and cutthroat and all the other phrases that you hear uh, during the year and uh, every time you go to uh, kind of a, a business and, and see the um, beehive that is kind of trying to get more and more and more. Uh, whether you're part of a team, uh, and especially if you're a team leader, uh, or you're, by your, you're, you're a lone salesperson or or a lone entrepreneur, um, the process 
it's more important in the process of building a team that you know you create your own personal plan as well uh, and share it with a team um, that demonstrates leadership um, and again words like responsibility accountability leading by example they all come to play when you're committing yourself to build your annual plan and work how to uh, achieve your goals and and achieve your plan and you know maybe even exceed your own goals um, the one word that a lot of uh, salespeople and entrepreneurs um, don't like is, is structure. Uh, the word structure, you know, is, is not something that uh, we like. Um, so I would suggest replace it with the word habits. Um, you know, uh, when you adopt habits, uh, they lead you to success. Um, and the reason I say it is because we tend to kind of... Uh, avoid or push aside the tough assignments and focus on the day-to-day issues, uh, go into the stuff that, uh, you know, easier for us to deal with. The habits um, that if we adopt them, they keep us kind of intact and following uh, our own plan. Um, And and, and the plan that we are talking about and the five pages that we kind of going through, uh, those five pages help you understand and focus on the habits that help you achieve or exceed your own goals. And and once your habit become, uh, you know, a second nature, uh, you have no problem repeating them again and again and again and enjoying your success and, and your team's success or your company's success. Um, and, and, you know, every time you create a business plan or a sales plan today, basically what you're doing is you're building your future success. Um, you know, I think I mentioned it last week or sorry, two weeks ago. Um, in this changing world and, and rapid changing world, it's not just changing world, it's a rapid changing world. What got you here uh, will not go to get you there uh, unless you plan and work for it. And, um, you know, uh, 200 years ago, uh, the, writer, the French writer Moliere said, it is not only for what we do we are held responsible, but also for what we, we don't do. And uh, I, I think the plan helps you uh, focus and and be kind of uh, precise on the things that you do and uh, makes you kind of uh, stay uh, on track to the road to success, to the road to success financially, uh, professionally, uh, brand yourself, brand your team, brand your company. Uh, those all uh, are kind of, uh, uh, I would say, the results of having a plan. So let's go back now to uh, follow the first few pages before we go to the uh, execution page. Um, so page number one, and, and I think we uh, uh, posted our business plan, proposed kind of sales plan on our uh, social media so you can uh, copy from, from there. Um, first is, you know, uh, you have to analyze uh, the uh, year before uh, what was good, what didn't go well, and, and what brought you success or what brought you to where you are at the end of the previous year. And year doesn't have to be calendar year. Every company, every person have, may have a year that starts in June or May or, or, or every third quarter or fourth quarter or second quarter. So you choose your own year, but then you go back and you analyze the year before 
you analyze the gross revenue per quarter, you analyze the net revenue you had in your jeans per quarter, and you, very important, you analyze how many deals you had to do each quarter to get to the numbers you got, uh, both as gross and net revenues. And and we'll get to the numbers again later, uh, I mean to the deal numbers later. Um, Thank you. I just got uh, Sarah to bring me another tea with honey for my throat. Uh, um, Then you go and you analyze uh, where did this income come from? Uh, Was it, uh, if you talk about real estate, which is my kind of uh, uh, field of uh, work, uh, I have to analyze whether I got this from tenants or from landlords, whether I got it from the vendors, sellers, I mean, or from purchasers. and then it's the average deal size that brought me to brought me uh, to those numbers, and these are all analyzed quarterly. And then, of course, number of customers, uh, how many new businesses, and how many were repeat businesses. It is very important to understand that part of your income every year going forward has to come from repeat business. Uh, refer business from your old clients, uh, those are easier to do, easier to get, and it has to be uh, between 25 to 30% of your income every year has to be from repeat customers or something you're doing wrong in terms of, uh, you know, keeping in touch with your uh, customers, with your clients that you already did a deal. Once you've done a deal and, and they're happy, there's no reason they won't do the second and the third and the fourth deal with you. Uh, it's up to you to keep in touch. It's up to you to kind of follow up with them and not just, uh, you know, I did a deal. I got my my commission. Uh, thank you. And I won't see you again. On the contrary, those are the best ambassadors you can have for your future growth. <clears throat> Analyzing the past will build, help you build the future. Um, so that was page number one, which is very important, uh, very important to analyze uh, what brought you here. Uh, whether it was a good year or, it was, or a bad year, it doesn't matter. You have to analyze it. You have to be true to yourself. You have to look in the mirror and say, these were the numbers that I got last year. This is how I got them. This is what uh, went well. This is what didn't go well. And, and that helps you uh, build the uh, plan going forward, which is uh, what you want to achieve. And uh, page number two um, is, is kind of an analysis uh, page. Um, I know it's a little bit tougher in terms of, uh, you know, sitting down and, and, you know, thinking a little bit deeper than, and then we like to do uh, on a day-to-day basis, but that is very important for yourself. It will help you, um, uh, it will help you understand your, your strength and st- stick to them. Um, so at the top, uh, it's the SWOT analysis, which is strength, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Um, you write down your strength, um, and, and, and everyone can knows their own strength and how they got to where they were. They are, sorry, weaknesses. We all have weaknesses. Um, and uh, you have to write them down. And the reason you write, want to write them down your weaknesses is twofold. It can be twofold. One is avoid doing those mistakes again or going to your, your weak spot again. Or, you know, choose every year to improve one of your weaknesses in a fashion that you, you work on it during the year. Um, there's no magic uh, solution, uh, but it's important to know um, 
and put it in writing in front of you. This is my weakness. I should avoid it or I should try, if possible, to fix it. For example, if your weakness is time management, that's very fix. Uh, you can fix that. You can work on, on your time management. Um, then you write your opportunities. What are the opportunities you're facing? Um, you know, uh, maybe promotion in the work uh, force, uh, maybe uh, other opportunities, uh, family, whatever they are. And of course, threats, uh, which is the uh, surrounding. Uh, what are the threats that are kind of? Uh, uh, it can be personal, but it can be also the the environment. Um, then you uh, kind of go and and ask the most important question that will help you take those uh, strengths that you uh, wrote above and, and manufacture into success. And the question is, why would someone do business with me? Why would someone do business with me? That's your overall competitive position. This is all your overall competitive kind of advantage. You have to identify your advantage and work on it and, and push it and, and demonstrate it to people that will, that will bring them to work with you. Um, the next is uh, your customers. Uh, who are they? Where are they coming from? Uh, are you working on market, one market niche or the whole market? You're trying to swallow everything. Um, the more kind of uh, focused you are, the better you have chance to succeed. Um, following is the next 15-month future market trends. You know, we all have to follow what analysts say. Uh, we have to learn what uh, the market are saying. Uh, markets are saying uh, there are a lot of ma- there's a lot of material conferences you can attend and and get all this information. You don't have to dig too deep. You don't have to be an expert, but you have to understand what are the market trends in your area of of expertise in your industry for the next 15 months because that will help you focus on the previous question is who and where are your your customers coming from. And then uh, the last on page number two is factors uh, influencing growth or decline in your market segment. For example, if I look at my market, a factor that is influencing the decline in our market is uh, declining, sorry, in office space is uh, the oil price. Uh, oil price has a big impact on, on the Calgary market, office market. So th- that is something that is influencing our, our market. Um, other uh, positive one that is our distribution is growing. So you have to understand the, the uh, market, the, the factors or the, the market conditions in your own market and is it going to uh, help you, your market grow or help your market decline. And that helps you again kind of uh, look at where is my next deal coming from in terms of where do I have to focus, where don't go and try to, uh, you know, break your head against the wall. If it shows a decline in one area, don't focus on that area unless you see that, you know, as an opportunity to service that people that get hurt by this decline. Um, if you are in the, uh, for example, if you are in the uh, headhunting, uh, headhunter or, or uh, work kind of force and, and you, you see that a lot of people are getting fired, you know, you, that's your probably opportunity to uh, help them find job and get your commission. And, and, you know, each market is different. Each market has to go through uh, their kind of uh, strength and weaknesses. Um, <coughs> sorry. Uh, 
that New York trip uh, still uh, has an influence on my health. Um, the next page, page number three, is uh, your goals. Uh, your goals for the future, your goals for the coming year, your goals for the coming year, and the goals that are going to be uh, measured uh, quarterly. Um, again, at the top, we start with our annual uh, gross revenue, and below that, our net revenue. And then we go and do uh, divide it into quarters, uh, January, March, April, June, or whatever quarter you work on. And remember, the reason we divided is to, to four quarters. It's not because I want you to take a number, which is, let's say, you put down that you want to sell um, half a million uh, in sales in, in commissions, or and you don't go 125, 125, 125, 125. That's wrong. You have to remember you analyzed the first page your previous year. You know, you have uh, August, you may take a vacation, or July, December is a little bit slower with the holidays. So you have to understand what you did before and before and help you kind of uh, uh, plan the income, the gross revenue, and the net revenue through the next quarters. And they won't be symmetrical. It will be based on what's going around and what is your industry, which month your industry is stronger or weaker, when are you taking vacation or any other um, family events or other uh, stuff that you want to deal with. Um, we got to our first uh, commercial break, as usual. We have to take a break for commercials. And, and um, you know, I encourage you to go to our social media, whether it's LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter, and find the sales plan that is posted there. And I'll meet you here on the other side of the commercials. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit VoiceAmerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. 
Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into Taking Care of Business with David Wallach. To reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to dvwallach at gmail.com. That's D-I-V-I Wallach at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show. And uh, we are back uh, with uh, our episode of Taking Care of Business, talking about sales plan and how to build it and how we'll get to how to execute it, which is uh, the most important um, part of the uh, plan. Uh, once again, I will re- remind you every time we come back that goals are that are not written down are just wishes, and that's why we do this whole uh, exercise. Um, you know, we, we go to page number three, which is um, your your sales goal uh, goals, and you know there's two kind of um, I would say schools of thought. One is if you shoot for the moon, even if you miss, you may land um, you know among the stars. The other one is you know don't put goals that are unachievable for you. If you, for example, last year your performance was a hundred thousand in sales commission, please do not put six hundred because it's not going to happen. Um, put something that is achievable, something that is attainable, something that you can uh, really see progress that you make and something that uh, will help you kind of grow your business in the right fashion. So we're talking about the annual goal divided into quarterly goals. And again, um, I have to emphasize that quarterly goal are not taking the annual and dividing by four. It's based on your previous experience and, and market conditions and industry conditions. Below that, um, you go and uh, work on percentages. Percentages of your future. Um, you can, you should look all the time at page number one, which is the history, uh, your previous uh, kind of uh, success or previous uh, uh, work uh, performance. And again, uh, it's easier for me to relate to my industry, so uh, each one of you should, uh, you know, make the right uh, changes to your in- specific industry. But um, the first is the percentage of uh, revenue that I got from, or that I'm willing or wishing to get from uh, by a customer type. So whether it's the tenants, do I represent a tenant or do I represent the landlord? Do I represent the seller or do I represent the, the buyer? Uh, and then below that, um, percentage of revenue that I get from existing clients. Remember on page number one at the bottom, we had to put the what have we done in terms of repeat clients. And I will say it again and again and again, 25 to 30% every year of your income should come from repeat clients. They are your best ambassadors and the best, the, the easiest deal you can do because they already build trust with you. They have, uh, they, they, they know how you work. They are happy with how you work and you should be in, stay in touch with them constantly, not, 
not just ignore them after you close the, the first deal and got your commission. And then below that, um, the number, the, sorry, the percentage of revenue that you, I would like to make with new clients in the coming year. Um, again, this is a goal, um, and this is based on, again, the the previous uh, page number one. What was my success every year in getting new clients? And below that, again, based in by quarters or separated by quarters. Uh, number of deals per quarter. And if you remember page number one, you had to kind of um, do the math on how many deals you did, how and what was the average size of deal. So this number, will, those numbers will help you um, figure out how many deals you have to do per quarter in the coming year. And again, if your income uh, that you're shooting for is 500,000 annually and you have to do, uh, let's say, 200,000 in the first quarter uh, and your average deal is uh, 25,000, so you have to do eight deals between January and March. Um, and then if in July and September uh, you think you'll do only 50000 because you want to take uh, August off with your family, so you have to do only two deals. But at the end of the day, it's a numbers game. So at the end of the day, the 500000 that you want to make based on the quarterly uh, uh, income you want to make based on is, is trickled down to the number of deals per quarter you have to uh, make in order to reach your own goal. Um, and now we are in. Uh, we're getting to page number four. Um, page number four uh, is uh, basically kind of a plan, a plan to for activities, a plan for um, uh, how am I going to get to those numbers? Um, I would say that this page is more of uh, you know twenty thousand feet uh, kind of view. Um, uh, and then page number five will be kind of the ground level of uh, execution and uh, of reaching, trying to reach uh, the uh, goal that you set yourself. W one last thing about a goal. If your goal, for example, this year or next year is uh, to buy um, a boat or to buy a new car or to get a new house, Whatever your goal is, um, or maybe it's your wife's goal, or your kid's goal, or a trip somewhere, a vacation somewhere. One of the things that really helps um, is a visual understanding of your goal. Uh, once we write down uh, a sales plan, a business plan, many times it goes into the second drawer in our desk, and uh, we kind of forget about it, or you know, review it from time to time and see what what's going on. But if you put in front of you on your desk, at your office, at your home uh, office, wherever you work, um, wherever you have to execute the plan, um, I suggest you take a kind of a, a picture of the car you want, the house you want, the vacation place you want to be, or uh, you know, uh, the nice diamond you want to buy uh, your fiance or your wife or whoever, um, and just print it, put it in front of you. Um, Visual really helps focus. Um, visual really helps you kind of, okay, every time you look up and you see that picture, you say, I have to get there. I must get there. How do I get there? By executing the plan, by sticking to the plan, by sticking to what I do best and, and how I do it. 
Um, so we are at page number four now. And page number four, uh, as I said, is a, it's not a 30,000. It's 20, maybe 15,000 feet uh, view from above. And um, it, uh, the first part is uh, new business strategies. What are the new business strategies that, uh, you know, help, help you kind of grow your business? Um, so you write down where is your new business plan growth will come from. And you, you then write down the activities uh, to get new business, whether it's joining, <coughs> excuse me, whether it's joining um, a charity organization, the board of a charity organization, a nonprofit, the church, um, whether it's, uh, you know, playing sports, um, uh, pick up hockey or pick up basketball or pick up uh, whatever, uh, soccer, whichever game you love, um, uh, whether it's going to a wine club. There are many opportunities that you have that are not just, you know, industry related that you can expand your horizon and expand uh, the amount of uh, customers uh, you reach. So write down those activities. Uh, and once again, uh, I've seen many times that people say, yeah, I'm going to join an organization and a year later, yeah, it's still on my plan because they never wrote it down. They just thought about it. They kind of uh, discussed it but never uh, put it in, in writing in front of them and reviewed it and said, okay, I have to do it. So specify the activities to get new business, um, you have to expand your horizon all the time. Uh, as, as we said earlier, this is a fast-paced changing market, fast-paced changing in, uh, in a world, and every industry is fast-paced uh, uh, changing. Uh, it doesn't matter which industry you're in. Um, and then it's um, existing business strategies. Um, how do you... You know the existing business. How you grow uh, that portion uh, to get uh, whether to get more business from repeat clients or maybe to get refer golden referrals from clients that already did deals with you and trust you, and then they can refer you to other people they know, whether it's in their industry or people that just know family members that need help uh, or any other uh, person they know that uh, can you you know use your services. Uh, and again, you have to specify the activities that uh, you're going to make to do in order to achieve this growth. Uh, for example, um, as I said earlier, it's very important after you close a deal not to disappear, but to stay in touch with your client. So once a year, send them uh, a greeting card. Uh, maybe you know their birthday, so send them a, a written card on their birthday. Not a lot of people do that today. So, you know, you have to be different than the others. Uh, a written hand card, uh, a written, uh, a handwritten card is way different than an email. Uh, it means that you took the time to think about them and, and wrote and sat down, wrote it down and sent it. Uh, most people today will do uh, happy birthday on Facebook or LinkedIn or, or just email. Uh, be different. Um, send them a book that you think that is interesting, whether it's in their industry or general knowledge that you know that uh, if they are, you know, if your client is crazy about golf, send him a book about golf or golf balls or, or something to keep in, in staying, keep and stay in touch. It's very important because if you don't stay in touch with them, if you don't call them, if do, you do not give them attention, someone else 
make be sure someone else is calling them someone else is going to try and get their business someone else is going to do what you are not doing and win their next business um, which is yours to lose more than theirs to gain um, so again write down specified activities to achieve uh, the growth and, and make sure that every year you do that with your existing clients. They will give you way more, um, I would say, the word easy doesn't fit, but way, way more, um, you know, I have to use easier deals, easier uh, income than any uh, new uh, customer. We all know how, how tough it is to get a new customer versus repeat customer. Um, next is conferences uh, you plan to attend. Um, it's very important to stay um, educated and gain knowledge on your own industry every year. Every year. Um, I attend at least uh, three to four conferences every year. Um, I learn a lot. I learn from peers that I meet and talk to. I learn a lot from the keynote speakers. Um, I always take with me one, two, maybe maybe three items that I take back with me, always helpful, always, uh, you know, help me grow uh, personally and professionally. Uh, you'll be surprised um, how much information and how much knowledge your peers have, and they are willing to share it in, in those events. Um, so it's very important to attend conferences uh, each and every year. Uh, maybe not three or four, maybe one is enough, uh, maybe two a year, one year and another one, and, and one the next year. You find your own rhythm and, uh, and, and please attend those. That will uh, help you kind of open new kind of, uh, I would say, food for, open new kind of uh, tunnels of thought in, in your own kind of mind in, in whatever you do. Uh, milestones in your calendar. Uh, milestones can be professional. It can be also personal. It can be son or daughter wedding or son or daughter graduation. Uh, it can be a vacation. I, I would like to. I, I like to put in my milestone also the vacation I take with my family. Um, I know it's uh, tough, but balance is something very important in life. And. Um, in 2009, uh, when the global financial meltdown went was kind of at its peak, at its peak, I didn't take one day off in 2009. I remember in May 2010, I told my wife, if I don't take like a vacation, I'm probably going to collapse. It, it was a year and a half until I took my first vacation, and then I realized I'm just you know killing myself, and that will not help the business and not help me or my family. So for me, balance is very important. Um, you know, uh, you can work 14 hours, 15, 16 hours a day if you want to. Um, but that will, you'll burn yourself, you'll burn your family, you'll burn your relationship. It's not worthwhile. So on my milestones in, in my calendar, I, I write my, my, my balance time, my, my time with my family, my vacation. And I take it and I enjoy it. And, you know, I was in, as I mentioned, I was in New York for two days with my wife for her art show. And I didn't answer a lot of emails. I said, you know what, this is my time off. And I only emergency emails I respond to. And all the calls that I saw from uh, people that I know that looked uh, for me, um, you know, it went through voicemail uh, on, on Thursday and Friday because I was on my time off. 
So that was uh, my suggestion on the milestone. I write my my balance time, uh, my uh, kind of uh, time away from the business, uh, which is not less important. And um, the last item on, on page number four is any other key sales activities. So if you want, if you're doing a reception, if you want to do kind of uh, open house, anything that you want to do that is to do uh, with sales as an activity, you want to uh, make a, you know, prepare a golf tournament, you want to do a charity event that uh, will be with, with people from your uh, industry and business that you want to invite. And um, write those down, write those down, try to write down also when you want to do it because it takes time to prepare, it takes time to, to organize, it takes time to uh, invite people. People cannot be invited on the, in the last uh, second, on the last second. And um, so, so you write down the activity, you run any, you specify uh, when, how, what, and who. Uh, very important is who. Um, before we go to the next uh, commercial break and followed by the last uh, segment of today, which will be the, the, the key performance indicator, basically what I call the execution plan, um, I want to share with you a, a very interesting phrase that uh, I found, which is anonymous. I don't know who wrote it, but uh, if a man doesn't know what port he is steering for, no wind is favorable for to him. Um, this plan is your port, and if you know which port you're steering for, you'll be very successful in getting there. We have to take our second commercial break. Uh, I'll, again, once again, go on our social media, uh, LinkedIn, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram, uh, and I'll meet you here on the other side of the commercial. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. 
tuned into Taking Care of Business with David Wallach. To reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to dvwallach at gmail.com. That's D-I-V-I-Wallach at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show. We are back uh, for the last uh, portion of today's uh, episode of uh, Taking Care of Business. Um, and, uh, you know, we're kind of at the uh, end of our uh, sales business plan. When I say end, it's the last page, page number five, which is the key performance indicator. And as I mentioned uh, earlier in the show, um, on the show, for me, this is the one important page that you have. Once you fill it up and once you share it with your team members, your superior, your peers, whoever you choose, uh, your wife, your husband, whoever you choose to uh, share it with, this page has to be in front of you year-round. Um, this has to be next to the uh, uh, visual goal that you want to achieve, whether it's the boat or the house or the trip or the, or the diamond or whatever it is. Um, following this page will get you to be able to afford or to to achieve the visual goal you have in front of you, which is what you want to, uh, at the end of the day. And you know, when we we build a sales plan, uh, if you if you want an analogy, uh, if you're an archer, um, you cannot hit the bullseye um, if you don't know where the target is. And, and this is why we, we build the, those plans. So page number five, we go to um, the uh, one that is the execution plan. And, and I'm going to say something that <clears throat> is very important. If you don't execute, you'll be executed. Once again, if you don't execute, you'll be executed. If you don't do what you write on page number five, be sure someone else is doing that. Someone else will win the clientele, someone else will win the success, someone else will win the professional and financial successes that you are aiming for, and and you'll be kind of left out. So again, if you don't execute this page that you are going to uh, fill up, you're going to be executed in your business world. So the key performance indicators. Um, so when you wrote down on the previous page um, activities you want to do, if you wrote down in the previous pages how many deals you have to do, now you actually have to write, write down the actual activity week by week you're going to do to reach your target. So if you remember... Uh, in page number three, when we wrote our goals, I said, well, let's say that January, March, you want to do 200,000, your average deal is 25,000, and um, um, you have to have have eight successful deals. So for eight successful deals, um, my suggestion will be to write down on the KPIs, the key performance indicators, one, two, three, four, and four, and four how you get there. How many calls you have to do per week with decision makers? How many meetings you have to do per week with decision makers? How many 
proposals you have to do per week with successful with decision makers, how many deals will this result? Not every call you'll get the buy. You're, not every call you'll get uh, the meeting. Not every call, or not every meeting you'll get the paperwork. Not every paperwork will end up at a deal. Sometimes people, you know, back back out, uh, down from a deal. And so, <clears throat> based on pages one and three, one was your previous. You're anal- analyzing the previous years. Three was, what is my goal? How do I get there in terms of numbers? What is the number of deals I have to be to have per quarter? And then number four, at the bottom is, what activities do I have to do? So this is um, the most important um, page in your uh, whole business plan or sales plan um, because this is the execution plan. This is the actual work. If you stick to pages one and four and don't, you know, you know, you don't execute page number five, so your business plan is still a dream. Your business plan is a wish, nothing more than that. But here, here's the thing. If you see the three uh, uh, columns, one has not enough activity, mediocre performance, Achieving or exceeding uh, your activity plan. And through the whole process, I said more than once, you have to be true to yourself. You have to look in the mirror. You have to understand what is influencing you. What do you have to understand what's the next year, um, family or other uh, uh, events you have that you have to kind of deal with. And from there, you have to write down the levels of activities that will kind of get you to where you are. But be also true to yourself and write down what is not enough activity. What is mediocre performance? So it may or may not get you to the goal, but it's, you know, it's okay, but it's not where you want to be. Again, like the goal, don't put something that is unachievable. Put something that you can really see yourself uh, reaching. Um, for example, don't write that you have 25 meetings a week. Uh, that's not going to happen. Um, set it, it will help you also with your time management. Because if you have to uh, make, for example, let's say that under one you, may, you, you write down that you have to make not enough activity will be 10 calls a day. Uh, mediocre performance will be uh, 15 uh, to 20 calls a day. Achieving or exceeding uh, your activity plan will be 20 to uh, 30 calls a day. Which means that you have to set up two hours, whether it's 8 to 10 or 10 to or 11 to 1 or whatever the number is, to make those calls. Why do I say it will help you? It will help you because... Those two hours are hours that are dedicated only to outgoing calls, no in-calls. You have a voicemail, people can leave messages on your voicemail. You don't deal with emails. You don't deal with anything else. You just take those two hours and focus on getting meetings and making the calls to your prospects. Uh, Sorry. Um, Let's go to number two. Number two will say um, four meetings... um, Maybe let, let's be kind of two meetings a day is not enough. Three is mediocre. 
five, uh, four, let's say four, let's make it uh, even a week. So let's eight meetings a week is uh, achieving, six is mediocre, and four is not enough. So when you look at this, the, the following week, you see whether you're falling behind or you're on target or you're a mediocre performer. And that is a motivation, motivating factor as well. Because when you look at your own success or failure in terms of the weekly performance, you can fix it the following week. You can say, okay, I had only five meetings. I, have, I need to have eight. I have to have nine the, the following two weeks or three weeks in order to kind of close the gap. Don't try to get 12 meetings uh, the following week. I think it will be a little bit of a challenge, a little bit of a tough uh, achievement to, to reach. Again, this, the KPIs or the key performance indicators um, are different from in one industry to another. In terms of sales, I don't think there's a lot of uh, you know, difference between how many calls you have to do or how many meetings you have to do, uh, how much paper in terms of well, orders or, or, or offers you have to write. And, and, and that is kind of, uh, I would say, similar to most sales organizations, salespeople, um, and, and sales companies that, you know, have to sell all the time. Um, once again, the reason it's colored, this page is colored, it shows you where you are, whether you're green, uh, achieving, whether you are yellow, um, mediocre, or whether you're red. Red means you're not going to reach what you want to reach. You're not going to be successful this year. And, and nobody wants to be on that uh, side of the, uh, uh, I would say, uh, page. Everybody would like to be on the right, uh, on the right hand side of the page, the green side, and, and the only way to be there is by uh, following this uh, page. Um, once again, it's crucial. It's important. I, I can't even emphasize how important it is for you to share this with someone else, for you to be honest and accountable and responsible and reliable. By sharing it with someone else, whether it's your boss, your peer, your team, your spouse, whoever it is, um, when people hold us accountable, it's different than we try to hold ourselves accountable because we kind of tend to, you know, uh, give ourselves some leeway every time, or every time we need to or want to or feel like it. Um, and if we have to report and be accountable to someone else, it puts a little bit pressure, um, um, you know. I would say mentally, internally, on, on ourselves to to reach the goal and 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 to show that uh, we're doing what we said we do. Uh, we walk our own talk. Um, now th there will be obstacles along the way, no no doubt about it. Um, and, and you know those obstacles are the the frightful things that you see when you take your eyes off the the goal and. Every time there is an obstacle, every time you feel there is an obstacle, go back, open your drawer, uh, whether it's the second or the first, uh, take the whole plan out and look at the plan and look at the uh, execution page and look at your visionary, oh, sorry, the, the vision of what you want to achieve and, and say, okay, how do I get back on track? How do I uh, make sure that... Um, I achieve what I want to achieve. How do I get to where I want to be? Um, 
and, and that is um, kind of the importance is is monitoring monitoring the the program monitoring your weekly daily a quarterly kind of follow up on the program uh, monitoring the the quarterly goals uh, whether in, in, in terms of deals in terms of uh, of, of uh, uh, income and and you know the other thing is as we, we discussed earlier in in page uh, two and three plans are kind of a basis they have to be adjusted from time to time they have to be reviewed from time to time. The best is for, since we do this on a quarterly basis in terms of how we um, analyze the, the, the previous year and how we build the, the coming year, um, the best will be if you can have someone analyze with you on a quarterly basis where you are in terms of the progress you are making with your own uh, goal. Uh, uh, if it's not quarterly, you know, second best is uh, semi-annually. Um, if you do it annually, it can be a little bit of a challenge uh, because uh, you won't have time to fix if you're behind. It's It will be kind of, okay, uh, game over. Uh, I didn't make it. Um, and then it's, you know, analyzing backwards what went wrong and trying to build uh, the, the, the next year in a better fashion. So my advice will be find the right person um, that is willing to do this with you and analyze it on a quarterly basis, um, make adjustments, you know, market trends change, uh, market condition change, some things that are in, not in your kind of uh, in, in your control, uh, but influence your work and influence your industry. Uh, you know, you want to make those adjustments. So again, the, the key performance indicators. Um, that's the best indication that what is the activity you have to perform um, to get to uh, to where you want to be. And, and remember, what's not being measured is not being done. Uh, the commitment to measure is the commitment to do, the commitment to, to move forward, the commitment to be successful, and, and the commitment to, to yourself uh, that you are going to grow professionally and financially in your own industry and in your own market. Um, you know, if there's something we're missing in this plan, we like this plan. We uh, we ask every uh, broker in my company to prepare one at the uh, around November, December. We review it with them, and we check this quarterly. Um, and uh, we like to be to have this as a foundation for uh, our year going every year going forward. So that's it. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, email me at dvwallock at gmail.com. I'll be more than happy to answer, uh, more than happy to send a copy if you don't have it or you couldn't uh, download it from our uh, social media. Uh, this brings me to the end of today's show. I want to uh, you know, thank Aaron, our technician uh, engineer in uh, Phoenix, uh, Cassandra for helping me with PR, and Sarah for bringing me hot tea with honey for my throat. And I will uh, meet you here next week on Tuesday at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. And I hope that my voice will be back to normal again. Uh, all the best. Uh, your host, David Wallach. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to Taking Care of Business. Please join David Wallach again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until we talk again, make your week as great as you want it. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program. 